Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of American Transcending. On today's episode, I have Demario Phipps Smith. He is a local resident of the North Londo community here in Chicago. Uh, Demario is an activist, a journalist, and so much more. Welcome, Demario, to the show. To start off, who are you? What do you do? Where do you come from? And why does what you do matter? Okay, um, like you said, um, I'm Demario. Um, I'm from the west side of Chicago. I think that's an important part of who I am. Um, it's something that's very near and dear to me. Um, I'm a writer, a journalist, and a social entrepreneur. Um, I've worked for the Chicago Sun-Times. Um, I've done some freelance writing, um, and currently I write for um, an organization called Blavity. Um, and then uh, I also do work um, for Westside United, a collaboration of six Westside hospitals. Um, working to revitalize and improve communities on the West Side um, as a social change communications fellow. Um, and so, like, what we do, um, we basically just cover the work and the stories of people and organizations on the West Side who are working to make it a better place every day. Um, and my specialty with, within the group um, is social media. Um, so that's just a little bit about me. Um, I won't go on too much, but uh, I guess that's a good place to start. <laughs> Thank you, man. I love how humble you are. Oh, I just done this, 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 and that, and oh, it's, that's it. That's it. No worries. Um, but thank you, man, for being here. Uh, I'm also a social change fellow. You know, we're doing this um, project together, and uh, you know, it's really interesting to collaborate with you mm -hmm. to to work with people on the west side to go. Uh, where they're at or meet where meet them where they're at and, and document their stories. So tell me a little bit from your perspective uh, How has this work impacted you? Uh, when, what's and what motivated you to do this work and finally what does the West Side mean to you? Yeah, uh, I think what motivated me to do this work is just being from the neighborhood Like that's the primary thing is being from this neighborhood mm -hmm. and like constantly seeing things growing up that I wish that I had the ability to change and as an adult um, With you know things behind my name at this point in my life, you know I have some of that power so it was really important for me to ex to you know utilize the power that I do have and the influence that I have to help affect change on the west side and I think you know, Westside United is a great place and the work that they're doing um, is a great thing that's um, being done on the West Side. So I definitely love being a part of that. Um, um, and, you know, I'm all for that. And it, it, it's something that, that I take super seriously and it's something I'm really passionate about. Um, and then what was the last question that you asked? What, what does the West Side mean to you? Oh, yeah. And then what does it mean to me? Um, for me, the West Side is... Is, is is home like it, it it means i think it's a special part of chicago that you know tourists and people that are visiting the city i don't think that they really get to see the west side um or get to experience it in the way that many residents do um locals do um so it's just a special place the hospitality that's here the love that's here um, the resiliency, um, you know, it's a big word as you hear a lot of people say, but it's very true. Like it is one, like people are very resilient, um, and they've done a, a great job building communities, even in the face of adversity. So, um, it's just an honor to work towards improving, you know, things on their side of town. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm from the West side as well. And 
you know, being born and raised there. I, I'm, I'm, I'm super grateful for everything that it has taught me. I feel like it's really grounded me. It's made me very humble. It's taught me, um, you know, how to really see the world for how it is and how to value what I have and what I gain. Because um, I remember in particular this uh, moment, you know, I went to Columbia College, Chicago, downtown, and uh, they, uh, I was in a class once. And there was a room full of students and they were all talking about public school, right? And they were all like like laughing at people who went to public school laughing at like um, the disadvantaged. I really felt like that's what they were saying. And, uh, you know, I was younger then, so I didn't say anything, but it definitely impacted me. And I, I carry that memory today. I mean, if I was there today, I'd definitely call everyone out and probably start a fight or a riot, you know. But, uh, you know, um, but now I'm looking back now, I'm grateful for that encounter because um, I'm grateful that I went to public school. I'm, I'm grateful that I grew up in the neighborhood that I grew in. Um, it just made me realize like to never really to really appreciate what I have to appreciate the city and, and not only that but I feel like a lot of people don't realize a lot of the resources within the city right like people mm-hmm. talk about you know like how the west side it might be quote-unquote disadvantaged or or like these neighborhoods might be as disadvantaged but like if you really look at the benefits of living within the city you have access to the city you have access to downtown you get on one train and you can get to any part of the neighborhood within the city within 30 minutes you know and uh, sometimes an hour depending on where you're at but that is a huge resource that is a huge benefit you could really expand and grow and connect and and meet other people people of all walks of life because chicago is has so many different cultures and so many different resources so you know what do you hope for the west side what do you what do you you hope for the west side and do you have any questions for me by any chance what do you what do you hope for the west side well i'll I'll start i'll start with my hope for the west side though um i hope that we really see people um are that are intentional leaders that are intentional step into these spaces um to change um the the west side itself but certain parts of it you know in their sphere of influence um i would really love to see you know people be intentional about the help that they want to bring or the change that they want to um influence whatever it is i just want people to stick with that and deep and dig into it you know like it's one thing to come to drop into the west side every once in a while mm-hmm. or once or you know on an annual basis but it's another thing to really do the work of what it takes to almost be there every day or every other day or to really get to know people because to change things on a, on the West side is going to take relationships. You got to build relationships because you got to real rebuild trust. So it really takes somebody and, you know, multiple somebodies, multiple people to really be intentional and dig deep into doing the work that is going to, that's going to that's going to take to really change things and it's not going to happen overnight it's not going to happen through one or two charitable acts you know a year it's going to take people really digging in deep and really being allies with the residents of the west side and helping um and helping uh improve their community mm. um but some questions for you. Um, I don't know, man. I just think it's, it's really awesome to work with you. I think you're an extremely talented person. Um, and that's why I love the team, because it brings together so many people from the West Side who have different skill sets. And it's so cool to appreciate that. Um, 
man, just like, how did you get your start in filmmaking? Like, where did this all come from? Like, you're like a media, like a media maven, bro. Like, you do a lot of different things. <laughs> but like, how did you really start and like where did that come from where did you get your drive and like what did you where do you model yourself as a professional where does that come from mm, well before i get to that thank you for answering that question man you really like touched my heart with your words man uh that's that's the truth of what you said it takes community it takes patience you know and more than anything above that i feel like it really takes giving people within the community the resources and the skills to take and develop themselves Right. Um, because, uh, for example, let's look at Haiti, for example, when the, the Haiti earthquake happened. Right. All these organizations uh, and, and like uh, companies went down there to, quote unquote, help Haiti because they're sending so much aid down there. And you can look back after, you know, years of what happened uh, and nothing changed. Like there was just like a big show. People were, quote unquote, helping but in reality, they were just like giving them water or giving them food instead of helping them how to clean their water. You know, not instead of teaching them how do you clean your water and, and, and teaching and employing people, giving them the knowledge and the resources to do it on their own afterwards. Right. Uh, yeah. Instead of giving them food, why not give them seeds and the machinery to plant their own food and the education to plant their own food. Right. So I think that's a big thing that we need to really look at moving forward to how to help communities and like what's the problem where can we help people and how can we provide them the skills and the resources to help themselves and above all the motivation and and, and like you know get them inspired to do this and, and motivate them to help their own community because i think that's where the real future is at now in regards to uh, answering your question uh yeah yeah where did i start where did i start well i started um making film my freshman year of high school um I was uh, a poet, and I remember in particular, I wrote a, a poem about mustaches. And uh, I was at an open mic, and I was really nervous to go up. It was my first open mic ever. And then uh, I went up at the very end, and I shared my poem. And uh, I had everyone laughing. It wasn't a lot of people at the time, but it, I had everyone laughing. And then I, I got a good response, you know? So I, I saw the power of my words in like um, telling people, um, you know some story or, or a poem and then I did it again and this time with a bigger crowd and people really responded a lot to it and after that uh, one of my teachers approached me he's like hey do you want to hang out after school every day and make a video of your poem and I thought it was like a weird approach and uh but I just saw the movie yes man with Jim Carrey and in that movie it's like learn to say yes more in your life uh, yeah you nice. know? <laughs> like say yes nice, nice, uh, nice, nice. So i looked at him like yes let's do it and so we hung out like uh I'm, I'm a huge fan i'm a huge fan of saying yes huge fan of that movie huge fan of just making yourself vulnerable doing something on the whim and it could be like it could be transformational not even like in the in the way of it changing your career maybe as a person Sometimes you just need to get yourself out of your comfort zone. So I'm a huge fan of that attitude, man. Yeah, man. I, I read this quote that said, life starts out of your comfort zone. You know, life starts out of your comfort zone. So I, I saw that. I was in my Absolutely. comfort zone and I, I did it. And we did a video and people really liked it. And then I, I was offered a scholarship to go to school at the Art Institute while I was in high school. So then I went every summer for like four years and studied how to film, do film. Then went to college, that did film there, started like a business, um, was fired from a business, started my own business, 
And then uh, I realized, you know, from that encounter I mentioned earlier, that that, that when everyone laughed, I, I saw that I want to help my community, man. Like people want to go to California. They want to become the next Steven Spielberg. And they're all uh, in their heads about like becoming the next big thing. And I realized, man, I don't want any of that. I want to help my people, you know. I want to help my people. If I get paid enough to pay my bills and save a little bit of money, I'm happy. So I'm going to go and do that instead. So that's really my story. I'm very grateful to be working with you too, DeMario. You're very talented as well. And, uh, you know, you're doing great things. And you're going to go far, man. I can't wait till we're to wear old farts one day and we look back on, on this podcast and, you know, we look at uh, our successful careers <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're just, right. yeah. Um, right, right. But no, man, I, I, I really do um, admire the work that you do. I think you're an excellent professional. Um, the work that you've done, the way how you've moved in the community, I think is really inspiring. Um, and it's, it's, like I said, it's just, really awesome to be a part of a team where you see the talent that the West side has to offer as opposed to what people might believe on a national level or what people outside of Chicago might believe about the West side. Um, it's really cool to be in an organization and even specific, more specific to be on a team um, while I'm working with young people who are helping, you know, make some things happen in Chicago. So yeah. um, I think that's really and uh, another question I have for you that I'm really curious about, man, it's like you're so put together as a media pro, man. Like, where do you find your inspirations? Like, do you watch a lot of TED Talks? Do you read a lot of books? Is there, like, somebody that, like, you know, you read their autobiography, you got, like, their their mantra or something? Like, what's your secret? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not sure, man. <laughs> I mean, I read uh, Akira Kurosawa's or something like an autobiography. He's a famous film director from Japan. So I, I, I read that and it really inspired me just to like, you know, humble beginnings and trying to do that. Uh, and don't get it wrong, man. I, I still have a lot to grow. I have a lot to learn, you know. But, uh, you know, I, I find myself oftentimes in the exact situation that I need to grow as uncomfortable right. and as annoying as sometimes it may be, uh, I learn something from every situation. I learn something from every encounter. And from those things, I realize, you know, I, I might see someone and like I don't like the way they live their life. But instead of judging them, I see, you know what? These are my values and I'm going to live my life this way. So I just apply it that way. And sometimes it requires me to 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 like have to encounter someone who really rubbed me the wrong way or encounter an, a specific experience you know or someone rips me off you know so it, it takes uh you need to fail a lot i think and you have to be willing to fail a lot to 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 become better and I'm, i just kind of like embrace failure with open arms and unfortunately that's the best way that i learned i wish i could learn from other people's failures just by observing them but in reality i'm just the kind of guy who needs to fail i'm the kind of guy who needs to you know burn myself and then i'm like okay 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 i'm never doing that again so you know i've been experiencing that a lot recently what about yourself man uh with you no, reply to that? Say, huh i was going to say a lot of the same thing like i really do I resonate heavy with the idea of you can't be afraid to fail. I think to me, there's nothing wrong with not completely getting something right. Maybe you just need to try it again. But maybe, but when you decide not to do something and it's the inaction um, or the procrastination of something that makes you a failure, it's not trying and getting it wrong because you can always do it again, or at least in most cases, um, or at least as a lesson to learn. Mm -hmm. But um, it's when you fail to act. 
I think is is when you're really a failure. So I think that that's always motivated me to get off my butt. Is like you know I, I I can try something and fail at it, but at least I tried. But I can't live with myself if I just um, you know just sit on my thumbs and wait for stuff to happen. So. Mm. I think because of that approach, I failed at a lot of things. I mean, you know, I think many of us have been in situations where we feel like we've been naturally this stuff. And so I've, I've, I've you know, thankfully been successful at a number of things, but I've definitely failed a lot too. And that's shown me so much. I've learned so much um, from just failing and like realizing to slow down and like to just grow and really enjoy the process. Like, as you yeah. become older, you start picking up things from other people. You start learning the best practices. As you become older, you become more experienced. And that does yeah. help you a lot in life. So just making that transition from being like a young professional to like being kind of more seasoned now yeah. is definitely weird to say because I know that like I'm not a college graduate anymore. Like I've been in my field for like six, seven years now. Mm. So I'm not really new anymore. And I'm, you know, I just had my 30th birthday. So. Oh, just like, you look you know, so young, man. You got that young child. You got that good, yeah. good diet, bro. <laughs> That's what people tell me, man. But you know, black don't crack. So <laughs> black don't crack. <laughs> right. So you definitely got that going for us. But man, I'm just like, you know, at this point in my life, I'm just trying to slow down more, make sure I absorb things yeah. so that, you know, later stages in my life, I can lean on the good things and the things that matter. Yeah. I'm in the exact same position, bro. I swear on my life. Just I've uh, been out here in California and I'm super grateful for everything that I learned, but I'm actually considering going back to Chicago. Um, awesome. Just to like really like, I want to get grounded, man. You know, try to get grounded. Be, be, look at your truths, you know, look at your truth as ugly as they may be sometimes. You got to look at them and see this is where I'm at. Where, how I want to change, you know, and just by acknowledging your truth, you're acknowledging and you're transforming already, you know, because you want to change. Uh, and with Absolutely. that, you know, you said a couple of interesting things. And I, I think uh, another, I, I'm a pretty spiritual person. So I like to like read into spirituality and meditate whenever I can. And, and there's this big thing that I, I recently read that said procrastination is a form of self-sabotage. Yep. And, um, you know, and then like it makes me really think about like, like why am I self-sabotaging myself? And that goes even deeper into like trying to unveil my traumas and unveil yep, my absolutely. like my past and, and my growing up and, and the memories that i have and carry and, and i think i think a big part of success is trying to unveil your traumas right like mm-hmm. I'm, i wanted to face them face on and like learning how to transform them and make them strong make you stronger you know let them make you stronger um because like the more like you let go and the more you like in harmony with yourself the more you you find what makes you happy because success does not mean money you know, sure, money is important. Money makes a lot of things move around. But, you know, success often means it's different for everyone. So what's a success look like for you? And that's a good question for you. What does success look like for you, Demario? Man, that is a great question. Uh, I mean, really, it's, you know, for me, I guess, answering, answering this personally, um, it's being in a position where I can affect change and positive change in my community um and and, you know 
you can think about that on a small scale level or on a big scale level, to be honest. But to me, either matters just as much because this work needs to be done. If I'm a community organizer or a community um, agent of change, and the only people that know about me are the people that look. Tomorrow? Hold up. Ah! Check, check, check. Do you hear me tomorrow? Oh no. It's okay, bro. I'm gonna edit this. So if you still hear me, one moment. Open to that too. But I know that the work needs to be done. Um, and I think for me, success is just being in that position to help affect change um, in my neighborhood. Because if I'm at that level, I'm able to take care of myself. Like I can't. I, I'm, I'm realizing that I can't help my community without help of myself. But if I have enough power and influence um, to be in a position to do so. Um, I would imagine, I would assume I would be able to take care of myself too. So, mm. um, you know, without even thinking about myself really, I think it's more so just about, you know, my personal success, how I look at it for me is about being able to make some things happen in my community that, and to be the change in my community that I wish I had growing up. Woo! Snapping my fingers for you, brother. I was like a little poem on its own, bro. And I agree, man. That reminds me of a friend of mine we talk about it often. It's like, God helps those who help themselves. You know? And obviously, there's that balance between helping yourself and being totally selfish, you know? But you can't help anyone if you don't help yourself. You can harm yourself, you know, if you don't help yourself. You're helping others. Sometimes, and I've been in that position before, and I think I talked about it in another podcast before, one of the episodes. is like, man, I used to want to be the hero. I want to help the community. You know, I want to change the world. But you can't help the community. You can't help the world. You can only help yourself. And in helping yourself, you help the community. You change the world, you know, by you changing yourself. Because you create an opportunity for someone else to explore a new version of themselves through you. So, Man, yeah, absolutely, yeah. bro. That, that's that's poetic right there. That's that's the snaps yeah, right there. You know there. how absolutely. we do, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Bro. And, and changing yourself, you do you do change the world. I completely agree. Yeah, with it's that. like a it's like a ripple. If you focus on making yourself. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a domino effect. If mm-hmm. you focus on making yourself the best person possible, you empower other people to do the same things for themselves, and you inspire other people to look for that in themselves. And you may not think that that's important, but it is. If you mm-hmm. constantly challenge yourself to be the, be- better, the best person you can be every day and you embody that, you're going to invite everybody else around you to do it. You're not going to make them feel weird about it, especially if you're not pushy, if you're not asking them to do it. If they can just observe you and see you being the best version of yourself, they're going to want to embody that just because they see the energy you're exuding. Or at least that's been my experience. I agree, man. And those for any listeners out there listening, you know, uh, you know, don't be afraid of what people say. I think it's a big part of it, you know, because sometimes people bring you down like, oh, look at that guy, you know, playing his guitar and he sucks at playing guitar. I kid you not. True story. <laughs> when I was growing up playing the guitar, my brothers would tell me all the time that I was horrible at playing the guitar and I was horrible at singing. They would tell me to my face, like, please stop singing. But I just did it out of, like, my love and passion for, like, wanting to learn. And now they're, like, that's looking what, at me and cool. asking me, like, how do you that's do what, it? That's what brothers do. That's what brothers do, man. But it, it helped make you strong, I'm sure. It helped make you resilient. 
brothers do the most hating. They make you strong because so you're going to get on stage sometimes and people can be mean. But if you can get it from your own home and get your, t- your skin toughened, mm-hmm. um, it really does help for the outside world because those people really love you. Yeah, they got to hear you singing all the time, but they love you. The Man. outside world might be a little bit worse. It might be a little bit better, but at least you'll be prepared for it. That's true. You know, I guess they were preparing me in their own weird way, huh? Um, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> was getting ready. Just getting ready to be nonchalant about the criticism that you might get or the tomatoes thrown at you when you're, <laughs> you're right. playing your guitar in man. Thank you, brothers. I don't know if they did it consciously or unconsciously, but I am grateful for you saying that I was horrible right. at playing the guitar because now I'm more resilient um, so yes, definitely to all the West Side residents or anyone out there in the world listening to this, don't be afraid to the naysayers, you know, don't be afraid of people. Be, let, let that build your skin and just keep pushing forward and trust me, keep being honest with yourself, keep wanting to like observe your own talents and become better, see what you're doing wrong and, and be humble and improve yourself. And it's just a matter of time before... You know, you're helping your community, you're helping yourself, you're, you're developing yourself as a human being. So with that being said, brother, what message do you want people in the West Side to take away from this podcast? What words do you want them to have resonating in their mind when this is over? I think you said it best. Um, and I think this is the best note to kind of like end on is that, you know, really be yourself. I think the world needs you to be you, especially if you're from the West Side. The West Side is some of the most amazing people on the planet. Mm. Um, and I mean that seriously. It is not just, I guess I'm a little biased because I'm from here, <laughs> but I can see it. I could be objective about it. It's really great people, awesome people who live here. Um, and the world is so much better when these people are their best brightest self their most confident selves their most supported self um in so many different ways i I love i would love to see my my west side people supported more um and you know outside of outside of the exterior resources that can be provided for them i just want to see them be themselves and and be their best selves for the world because the world deserves them to be that Thank you, Mario. Thank you so much. I agree, man. I, I don't know. The West Side needs people to be the best version of themselves, you know, and explore that. Have fun with that and, and discover that. Be a pioneer. Yes, have fun. Have, have fun. Be, have fun. be a pioneer. Explore new things, you know, because, you know, and I, I, I really appreciate people in the West Side because they are always developing these new things you know new culture bending and mixing sound they're bending and mixing visual art and creating something new and at first people might be like what is going on over there but then sooner or later the whole world is like ripping them off you know and Mm -hmm. um, so it's like just out people out there you know be 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 yourself be new don't be afraid you know don't be afraid to explore yourself And, and there's a whole there's a whole world out there that that wants to hear you and wants to see you do your things, you know. And we need more people out there who to be leaders, innovators. Thank you, Demario, for being a leader and an innovator. And thank you for taking time to participate in this podcast, man. So, any final words, brother? Any final words? No, nah, man. I'm just proud of you, man. You're doing a great job. Um, it's an honor to work with people like you on the West Side. It's an honor to meet people like you on the West Side. I'm never surprised anymore when I meet amazing people. I'm just thankful for it at this point. Um, but, you know, 
I'm truly excited about the work that's happening on the West side. Um, you know, I, I'm praying for people right now because it's really tough on a lot of people, but um, I really do hope things get better. And I'm glad that we have each other. Um, and you can see how much, you know, people are being brought together because of this. So, you know, we're going to keep hunkering down and, you know, eventually we're going to get through this. Mm, thank you, tomorrow. We're going to get through this together. We'll be all right. Yep. We're going to work as a community, man. There you have it, everyone. Thank you so much, Demario, again for being part of this episode of America Transcending. Be sure to follow us on social media, on all social media platforms at America Transcending. And a special shout out to Westside United and Free Spirit Media for powering this episode. Until next time, thank you, Demario, for being with us. Yeah, have a great night, man.